You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a podcast that's all about supporting parents as they bring up children. We've got experts and advice to help you through the more challenging bits of parenting. I'm Siobhan Hunt. To a child, sometimes one little thing can mean the biggest thing of all, whether it's a special toy or their favourite blanket. But when things get lost, children need to learn how to cope with the feelings associated with losing something familiar. Jess McGeckin is an author and illustrator based in Melbourne. He's written a new book called Fly, which tells the story of a father and daughter who learn to stay positive in the face of loss. He's here to tell us more. Hi, Jess. How are you? Hi, Siobhan. I'm really well. What inspired this particular storyline? That's always the hardest question to start with, but um, (laughs) I I think the inspiration for this book comes from a few different parts. Um, So I actually work as a, a graphic designer at Melbourne Museum, which is a wonderful day job. Um, and hanging in the foyer of that museum, there's this beautiful old plane, um, and it's, it's about 100 years old, and it's made of bits of canvas and, and wood and things that you wouldn't associate with planes today. But I, I really got thinking about how something like that was built and the kind of people that were brave enough to launch them into the skies. So that was part of it. And the other part was sort of thinking about all the different ways that um, kids, especially around the age of the protagonist, Lucy, um, experience loss, um, and whether that's loss of a loved one or, or loss of nature. Um, I'm really interested in the way that that changes for us as we grow up. And, and the story itself focuses on the father-daughter bond, and um, I'm just curious why that particular relationship. Are you a dad yourself, or it was... I'm actually not a dad, um, not, not yet anyway, but um, I hope to be one day. Um, I think it's a really underexplored relationship, especially in picture books. Um, I think it comes from having a lot of uh, boy protagonists in in picture books. Um, And I was just really interested in how um, that daughter-father relationship is held together um, in the face of loss of a loved one like a mother. Um, It's intentionally a little bit ambiguous as to um, who might be missing in their family. Um, But, yeah, no, I was really interested in just exploring the idea of how how that relationship is held together in the face of that type of loss. Now, you mentioned you're a graphic designer at Melbourne Museum. I am, yes. Which does sound like a pretty damn good job. It's pretty good. <laughs> I, spent, um, I spent the morning designing some dinosaur masks for kids. Um, <laughs> I think I did geckos yesterday, so it's <laughs> definitely a good day job um, for creativity for sure. And, um, I mean, obviously, day-to-day, you're drawing a lot, and the pictures in this book are beautiful. Thank you. Um, But writing for children and writing a good children's book isn't as easy as people might assume, and yet you've done it well. You you obviously, like, your your pictures and your writing match up to each other. Um, Do you have a writing background, or how did you come to write the book? No, I, I don't have a writing background, and to be honest, that was a harder part of the journey for me than the actual pictures. Um, I tend to write at the same time that I draw, um, which is really handy for letting them bounce off each other a little bit. Um, and, and so my tendency is to kind of overwrite and the process of really simplifying it back um, and finding a couple of words that would do in the place of a paragraph was a really interesting challenge um, so the, the writing part was actually harder than the drawing part, even though there's only a couple of hundred words. But I think, um, you know, kids are so smart, you really don't need much to tell a story. Um, and in the, 
in an amazing medium that is a picture book when the words don't have to do their job, the pictures can and, and vice versa. And maybe that's why they work so well together is the fact that you did them at the same time and, as you say, they bounce off each other. I, I think so, and we spoke about loss before. I think um, sometimes there's just no words in those situations, which is why pictures are perfect. So I, I think picture books do a lot of heavy lifting when it comes to those big themes like loss and, and friendship and things like that. And what do those themes mean to you as an author speaking to children? Sometimes people write picture books because they want to help explain those concepts to children. Is that the way you see it? I think in part. I think there's a lot of, um, I guess, themed picture books out there um, and not a lot of them do it really well. So it was important for me to tell a story first and foremost and have the bigger themes be a background to that rather than drive the, the narrative. Um, so certainly it was, it was really important for my, or it is really important for my stories to, to mean something, but I don't want that to be didactic anyway, in any way. So, um, yeah, yeah, for me, the theme is really, um, about being kind to nature and, and being, uh, resilient in the face of loss. And the book itself, um, is set in a, what looks like a rural landscape, Given that the Melbourne Museum is a metropolitan museum, I'm, I'm assuming that you are a city man yourself. Um, was that a conscious decision to place it in that kind of environment? I think definitely. Like, I, I am a city city man now, but I did grow up in the country, in, in country Victoria. So I think a lot of my illustration is draws from nature quite heavily. Um, so my parents are still out in the country, and I visit them whenever I can, and they've just got some really beautiful um, acreage around them. Uh, and just seeing the different types of birds, you know, a, a dozen different types of birds on any given morning is, is an inspiration that is, is so perfect for this type of work. So, yes, now I am in the city, but um, lots of country creeping in. Jess, it's a beautiful book. Thank you so much for talking with us today. Thank you so much for your time, Siobhan. That's Jess McGeckin. He's the author and illustrator of Fly. For more information, head to our website, babyology.com.au forward slash feedplaylove. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced by Debbie Ning and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. We'd love to hear from you. So if you'd like to get in touch, email us at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.